Hello and welcome to Music Makers San Diego, where we shine the light on San Diego area songwriters and their music. Brought to you by the Songwriter Support Group Workshop and Performance at Amplified Studios, the third Thursday of each month. I'm your host, Gary Lee. My guest today is Emma Sullivan. Welcome, Emma. Thank you. Now, from what I've read, you come from a family of musicians. Is that right? I do indeed, yes. My mom and dad are both very musical. Uh, my dad is a self-taught ukulele player turns ukulele teacher. Um, and my mom has always done music for as long as I can remember. She was in a band prior to me being born um, and infamously forgot about the big gig um, that was going to be the night of the big gig uh, when I was a baby. She was just a busy mom and uh, forgot to go. And that was the night that her band went solo. So <laughs> a lot of my childhood, uh, she actually did not play music, and but she always played guitar around me, taught me a lot of guitar. Um, and she recently has picked up a lot of music and has been songwriting herself again in the last couple of years and uh, playing around the Boston music scene. Any uh, siblings? Yep. I have a younger brother. He is a saxophone player and a piano player. The whole family. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you not only play the guitar, which you're going to be playing today, but uh, from what I understand, you also learned at some point to play the violin, ukulele, and uh, piano. Yep. Piano. Do you still play all of those instruments? Piano is sadly uh, kind of disappearing from my memory. I can dabble <laughs> on the piano. I like to use it to help me write songs. Ukulele is still definitely a go-to. Um, and violin is something that I'm very eager to learn more of. And are you self-taught on all your instruments? Mostly self-taught on the guitar. I mean, you did have some help from your father, you said. Yeah. I, I started um, learning to finger pick when I was in middle school with a Happy Trom fingerstyle guitar book from the 1960s. And He's great. I've, I've seen him perform a couple of times. His music is, or the, the fingerstyle guidance in that book was great. And that really kind of got me kickstarted. Um, I taught myself Blackbird by the Beatles was my one of my first self-taught songs. And that kind of got me rolling from there. Was that a difficult song to learn? Yes, definitely. <laughs> but it stuck with me for all the years and it's a good go-to. You still play it when you perform live? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing with uh, with a musical family such as yours that you got into music at a very early age. When was it that you made the decision to pursue it as more than a hobby? I think, you know, really looking at the beginning of 2023, I've decided to put my energy into music pretty seriously. Um, I've, I first started writing songs when I was around 14. Um, I wrote a lot of music back then. And then through college and through COVID, really lost a lot of inspiration wasn't practicing quite as much as I had in the past. Um, and I kept telling people I was a musician, but I wasn't putting any action behind my words. I wasn't gigging. I wasn't doing open mics. Um, so the beginning of this year rolled around and I took New Year's resolution uh, seriously and decided to really pursue music this year. And you are not from San Diego originally, right? Correct. Where are you from? Uh, I say Boston to keep it simple, <laughs> but I've bounced around. I was born in New York, raised in L.A., um, and then my family moved out to Boston when I was 13, and that's where they still are and where I call home. But you live here, right? Yep. Yeah. You live here and go I back moved, to Boston a lot? Yeah. I moved back to California in 2019. I lived in L.A. for a couple of years, and then I just moved down to San Diego about a year ago, and it's been a perfect fit for me. I love it here. Where in New York were you born? I was born in Queens. So was I. Really? Yes. Small world. Yeah. <laughs> I find a lot of people that I meet from New York were born in Queens. Um, and you went to college in Boston, right? I actually went to college in Pennsylvania. Oh, in Pennsylvania. Okay. Mm -hmm. And how long did you live in Boston? Uh, 
I would say from when I was 13 to 18, or no, 10 to 18, so about eight years. Um, but that's where a lot of my formative memories were made and where a lot of my friends still live. You were um, not performing at that time, were you? You know, I did do a lot of open mics um, starting at around 14. I would go to a lot of coffee shop open mics with my mom, um, and she would perform sometimes with me as well or perform her own set. Um, and then I was really involved in the music scene at my high school, um, did acapella all through college. Who were you listening to growing up? Totally splits between which parent you ask. Um, <laughs> my dad played a lot of the Beatles around the house. We also listened to Cake. Um, and then my dad also really likes 1920s, big band jazz type of sound. So I have kind of an eclectic mix coming from that direction. Um, and then on my mom's side, more folk Americana. So a lot of Simon and Garfunkel, Crosby, Stills and Nash. Um, those were some of the big influences. And then um, a fair amount of classical music as well. I saw somewhere that you took part in February Songwriting Month, where you challenged yourself to write 14 songs in 28 days. What was that this year? Uh, last year, last year, I did that. And I did not write 14 yeah. songs in 28 days. Uh, I wrote about five songs in 28 days. But, you know, I think looking at where I was this time last year, I was kind of feeling very unmotivated around music. And I took that as my spark to push myself to get involved again. Um, and it was a good spark. And so I was happy with the five that I wrote. How long have you been writing? When did you first my write first your first song, song? It was written probably 11 or 12 years ago. It was totally inspired by Taylor Swift. <laughs> a um, lot of people say that. <laughs> wrote a G, a C, and a D. Um, and it was completely made up about a breakup that never happened. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get into poetry at all when you were younger? Here and there, through school, I really enjoyed poetry that was just part of my curriculum. Um, I really liked a lot of the, the naturalist writing from Thoreau and Emerson. Um, and then I also really enjoyed Sylvia Plath's writing. It's quite dark, but it's quite meaningful. Well, you're going to play three original songs for us, three of your songs for us today. Tell us about the first one. This first one is called Mr. and Miss. I wrote it when I was in college um, about a relationship that I was in and then uh, learned that there were some other factors at play that I hadn't known about when I started the relationship. Whenever you're ready. devil in disguise to only hurt me I play with your emotions and ignore all of mine Subconsciously they're manifested in every line Starts as lust, in love with the comfortable feeling Not really feeling the meaning of everything I do Simple feeding kisses, bare skin Touching, touching words and music Till I soak it all in Secrets are secreted till they come to haunt me You say that it's okay and that she knows everything Not only am I hurting her, but now also me Starts as lust, manifest in many different ways Feeling guilt in my body, but I can't stay away Turns to longing, affection, dare I say obsession Breaking away should be one simple action But in your arms you make me feel warm Wanna be her that you're looking for Already have her, you treat her like this I hate that I'm trapped 
between Mr. and Miss. Time works these problems out of their knots. For some they win, for some it's a loss. But things continue the way they should be. Even if it's quick that you're holding me. It was a fire that caught just a little too late. Now it's scorching through my heart and there's nothing to save. It was a fire caught just a little too late. Now it's scorching through my heart and you're going away. It was a fire caught just a little too late. Now it's scorching through my heart and there's nothing to save. It was a fire. Oh. Oh, oh, but in your arms you make me feel warm Finally found who you're looking for Wonder if time will tear us apart Or bring us closer than we were at the start No longer trapped Between Mr. and Miss No longer trapped between Mr. and Miss. So you lived in Boston till you were about 18, right? Mm-hmm. You did some open mics there. Did some open mics. How does the music scene compare between Boston and San Diego? You know, I have to say it's so completely different approaching it as someone under 18 versus someone over 21. Um, And I was at a lot of coffee houses, um, but I will say that it's it felt harder to find in Boston, um, at least where I was being kind of in a rural area outside of the city, Um, have to drive a lot farther. And in San Diego, there's so much at your fingertips, I feel like. Any night of the week, I could find an open mic um, that, I, that I'd like to go to. And the community here is so in- inviting and so welcoming. And just in the last six months, I felt feel like my community of musicians has blown up and it's been amazing. Yeah, San Diego has a great uh, uh, music community, as did uh, Boston, at least when I was there. I went to college in Boston. So I lived there for uh, almost five years. Um, you draw your inspiration for your songs from personal experience. How important is it for your songs to be relatable? Very. Um, but I think in addition to a song being relatable, I want it to be catchy. And if it's not one, it's the other. Um, as much as possible, I like to write songs that people can connect with. Um, but sometimes a song will just be for myself. And I think those that's sometimes the most meaningful song and the most connectable one. Um, one that's written for yourself, but has other themes. So aside from personal experience, where else do you draw your inspiration from for your songs? I would say from uh, other songs or musicians that I find really catchy. Um, I'm a by ear player. I, even though I've had some traditional piano training, um, I definitely hear things by ear. And so sometimes a little earworm will stick in my mind and, and that will really be the inspiration for the initial chord progression. Or maybe a favorite lyric will be transformed into a new lyric of my own. What's the most gratifying part of being a songwriter? When you play in front of a crowd and you finish a song and there's that moment of quiet when everyone's like, oh, <laughs> that was good. And then you hear the claps. So it's that bit of them taking it all in. Mm-hmm. What do you find to be the most difficult part about being a songwriter? For me, I think it's keeping the momentum. I go in bursts. I'll have a week where I write seven songs, then I'll have three weeks where 
I struggle to pick up my guitar. Um, and I will say having a community of musicians really helps to keep that momentum. But for myself, the consistency is hard. Um, and that's the only way to grow. And then uh, do you get writer's block a lot? Recently, I've had the opposite of that, but I think I had a four-year write, four four writer's year. block um, <laughs> from, you know, 2015 through 2020, maybe. But um, recently, I've been unstoppable with my songwriting. Do you follow a certain formula for your songwriting, or is it different each time you write a song? I would say it's different each time. I do like to try to keep a, a verse-chorus, verse-chorus bridge, but a lot of times my lyrics will come first, or at least the idea of a lyric. Um, after writing maybe the first couple lines, I'll play around and find a chord progression that feels fitting. Um, so the lyrics and the music really come in tandem with one another. I've had songwriters say that uh, ideas for their songs come while they're sleeping, while they're driving. Um, what about you? Driving is a good one. Um, for me, it's Anything that I can't stop thinking about, whether it's something good, whether it's something bad, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a conversation I had with somebody. Um, if I can't stop thinking about it, I know I have to write about it. And I'll usually brain dump everything down on a piece of paper, and then I'll, I'll pick out the nuggets that deserve to be a lyric. Uh, your music um, blends a variety of different genres to come up with your own personal sound. What's your favorite genre? Recently, I've been really enjoying bluegrass Americana, but growing up, I would say I had some influence of pop, um, a lot of indie, indie rock and indie alternative folk type of music. What about co-writing? Do you ever co-write? Recently, I've just started. Um, I'm co-writing kind of more in the Americana country realm, um, and it's a new experience. It's exciting. Do you like it more than writing by yourself? Or is it about equal? I think it's a little bit of a challenge just in terms of sharing ideas. And ultimately, it comes down to being comfortable enough with the person who you're co-writing with to be able to fully share your idea, but also to fully express when you don't like their idea. Um, and then to find a happy medium right in the middle. So I've been lucky to work with people that I like so far. That's always good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're listening to Music Makers San Diego, proud to present a Ruth House concert starring Haley Blaze and the Wellsprings. Saturday, June 17th, tickets are available at the link in our bio. I'm talking with Emma Sullivan today. What's the next song you're going to perform for us? This next song I'm going to play is called You'll Never Know. I wrote this a couple weeks ago. Um, and it's about getting older and realizing that your relationships change, and that's okay. You'll never know about all of the songs that I wrote about you in the dark. Sad as I realized we're growing apart If I loved you again Would we be more than friends? Would we see where it ends from the start? And I've loved you before But I can't anymore For your heart's in the arms of another The 
times that I called and hung up right before the first ring. I practice my speech that I'm ready to move, that I'm ready for the real thing. And you'll never know of the yeses and noes that I battled inside of my head. Despite changing seasons, I kept on believing you'd be by my side in the end. And the choices I made were what pulled me away. It's the dark, bitter taste of myself. But I've loved you before, and I can't anymore. For your heart's in the arms of another. But nostalgia burns. I'll take a step back and let your life go. And you'll never know I wished I was the girl in the pictures in your living room. You invited me over to show me your life, and I said I was happy for you. If I loved you again, would we be more than friends? Would we see where it ends from the start? And everyone knew, except maybe you, that I always thought you were my lover. And I cannot pretend I see how the story ends. That your heart's in the arms of another. I like that. Thank you. Um, like so many artists, the pandemic hit pretty hard. How did it affect you? Was it a time for reflection? Did you get a lot of songs written during that time? I wrote two songs through all of COVID. <laughs> so no is the short answer. Um, I was actually a teacher during COVID. I taught elementary school um, and we went remote and I was really focused on teaching my students and engaging them through distance learning and trying to make things as not bad as possible for them. What was it about songwriting that drew you in? You started at a pretty early age. I think partially having this this constant exposure to music from my family, having a huge diversity of genres that I was listening to, um, and just always wanting to be a performer. I was, I did, started theater at a really young age. I was on the stage um, doing musicals, and I think that was probably my first exposure to being in front of an audience, being in front of a crowd, and receiving applause. Um, and that's not what it's all about, but I think that was a huge drive for me. And once I learned Blackbird, once I, I learned that I could play the guitar, um, combine that with Taylor Swift, and all I wanted to do was do that, write songs and do the same thing. Do you have a favorite um, type of venue to play? Do you mm -hmm. like the smaller, more intimate settings? 
I like something on the smaller side, something where people can listen to the lyrics. Um, I have yet to play at a big venue that really knocks my socks off. Um, Maybe I'll feel differently when that day comes, but for now I like the small ones. Does it bother you when you play clubs and and people are spending so much time yapping and not listening to you? (laughs) Yeah, a little bit. Sometimes I kind of know what I'm getting myself into and um, I try to bring the upbeat songs for those types of events just to help people dance. You know, you can tell if if people want to dance or if people want to listen. Well, I want to listen to your third song. So what's what's the third song you're going to play for us? This last one um, is near and dear to my heart. I wrote it in January. It's called Home. um, And it's a love song for the places that you come from. I was born in New York City. I was raised in West L.A. But I never saw the city Cause I was learning how to play And my family that loves me They picked me up and they plopped me down But I'm not really a city girl Cause I come from a small, small town Where the roads are long And time drags on Where sticky summer ice cream Tastes like home, home, home I don't know how to tell you where I'm from morning in the sun or the rain or snow and sometimes I took a shortcut but there weren't that many ways to go and the springtime was the sweetest all the lilies poked up their heads and I wake up for the sunrise chasing wanderlust from my bed Roads are long In time drags on Where sticky summer ice cream Tastes like home, home, home I don't know how to tell you where I'm from And now I'm on the Coast in the sun, I'm young, I'm fun. But what they don't know that I'm missing is just about damn everyone. So I think I'll take a journey, I'll find my North Star on the road, and I'll meet some fellow travelers who will tell me what they know. Time 
Summer's sticky, summer ice cream tastes like home, home, home. That is how they tell you where I'm from. Yeah, that is how they tell you where I'm from. Yeah, that is how they tell you where I'm from. You spent some time in New Zealand, didn't you? I sure did. Uh, did you go to school there or what was... Yeah, I was doing a study abroad semester when I was in college. What was that like living there? That was incredible. The, the scenery, the geography um, was amazing. I was doing a ton of outdoors stuff, ton of hiking and backpacking. Um, I actually bought this guitar in New Zealand. I had a, nice guitar. a friend that he had bought it and he played beautiful songs on it and... He didn't need it at the end of my semester, so I bought it from him and carried it all the way back. Oh, nice. That's a nice treat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's, the, what's the music scene like there? There's a lot of really fun uh, house garage bands. Uh, I would call it Aussie rock or New Zealand rock. Um, kind of has its own style. Um, surf, surf rock inspired, um, but has a nice reggae beat. And uh, the music scene is great. There, there was so much happening while I was there. Bigger and better than what we have here? Just different. Or just different. Yeah, I think so. There was so much of that genre of music, and it was really fun, very dancey, very social. Um, and um, it felt very youthful in a way that sometimes you find that here, but not always. I read some of your blogs on your uh, website, and that's how I found out that you went to New Zealand. Some pretty interesting blogs that you write. Do you, do you enjoy doing that? Yeah, that's, uh, the blog is something that I really focused on for a couple of years and have not worked on quite so much recently, but I, I do love writing, whether it's songwriting or blogging. Um, so something I'd love to do more of. Now, do you have any albums or EPs out? I do have one album self-recorded back in 2016 called Post-It Songs and um, a single called Nice to Meet You written about my time in New Zealand um, and a couple more songs that are currently in progress. So we have some music to look forward to? Absolutely. You're working on an album or, or another EP? I'm starting with an EP, but I have the songs for an album. Um, but the EP will come first. How can people find out more about you? Where can they uh, find out uh, where you're playing and where can where can they get your music? Yeah, the, the best way to find me right now is probably through Instagram, emmasully.music. Um, I do have a, a website also. Um, that's the flow page slash emmasully.music. And finally, on Spotify, Apple Music, all the streaming services, I'm Emma Sullivan. Um, and yeah, appreciate the listens. All right, Emma, thanks so much for being on the show today. Great meeting you, and I hope to see you around town performing sometime soon. Thanks, Gary. That does it for another episode of Music Makers San Diego, where we shine the light on San Diego area songwriters and their music. Brought to you by the Songwriter Support Group Workshop and Performance at Amplified Studios, the third Thursday of each month. Until next time, I'm Gary Lee. Have a good one. <laughs>